I think I've come to the conclusion that I'm married to my job. Oh, as in you give it more time than you give to your spouse? No, no. As in I'm, I've been here for 20 plus years and that's a really long relationship. That is, and fairly unusual, to be honest, in a culture of career ladders and pivots. So what does it take to stay so long? Let's find out. The Speakeasy Podcast, real talk about leadership and sanity in the creative industry. I'm Karen Steffel. And I'm Jen Estel. Managing creativity and business, we probably have an opinion on that. No prohibitions. Clearly, we have cocktails. A ruby red mimosa. Okay, I'm just going to say this is... This is going to be my drink forever. People, it's so simple. It is grapefruit juice, sparkling wine, and a lime cut into thin slices to look pretty, which is optional. It's the most refreshing. Yeah. It's way better than a ruby red squirt. (laughs) Way better than a ruby red squirt. And you could drink like 12 bottles of champagne as long as you're putting that citrus in there. You know, it keeps you healthy, keeps the scurvy away. It's fantastic. I love it. It's a good take on a mimosa. I love it. I do too. All right, Karen, here's the deal. Both you and I are in fairly long marriages and ridiculously long career placements. What's up with that? Well, I I just assume that happens when you own a business. See, I don't think so. I think lots of people change it up when they're entrepreneurs. They move on, they start a business, they close one, they start a different business, they join a client at a C-suite level. I, I think in some ways we could be unique in staying forever. Yeah. I mean, I besides know. besides my jobs in high school and college, this is the only job I've ever had. That is What does incredible. that say about me? I don't know. But it comes, <laughs> it, it occurs to me, long marriages and long, long careers sort of have a lot in common. Hmm. And so you must have whatever it is that gives you the stick-to-itiveness. Yeah. I, I mean, yes. I think that um, I'm a very loyal and committed person. And that that is true for just about anything I go after. I think you've always been that way. And I think looking at my relationship at home and my career here at work and comparing them to yours, like you've got a you've got a teammate that that believes in you and supports you a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I think having a person who is willing to be your cheerleader, your, you know, your that person who has your back that person will then, as you know, as your sounding board, that person's going to be the one that says, no, go for it. No, really, you can do this. And and so so even when you're doubting yourself or even when you're like, oh, I have a harebrained idea, there's somebody who has your back that says, no, you can totally do that. And there's somebody who sort of is your safety net when you're feeling like you can't, which is, which is a nice thing. Mm-hmm. I, so I've, I think I'm coming to the conclusion that we both just have the tendencies to want to stick something out. And we have found people both at work and at home who are like in it to win it with us. Yeah. It's it's kind of about building that team that can really go far. Yeah. And and it's and, and it's fun. It's like an adventure. When you when you get to create something and dream big and go for it, that's fun. And that, that's true days. at home or at work. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So let's talk about a little bit, like, what does it take? Is, is it healthy to be here for so long? Are we just fooling ourselves and we've missed half of the world go by while we've both stayed at our um, placements for 20 plus years? 
Well, I, I think you have to evaluate any place you stay for two, three, or more decades. You know, is it still fun? Does it still nourish your soul? Are you still feeling like you can make things fresh and new? Right. And is it something you still care about? And is it something that still excites you every day? And that's the part um, I've been thinking a lot about this episode. I find it very interesting because we've both been at this a really long time. And it made me ask myself, why am I still at it? Why do I like it so much? Why am I not ready to throw in the towel? For me, what I do and the fact that I run this joint is so much of what defines me by now and what I see as part of my integral personhood that I could never give that up. You know, it's really funny that you say it that way because before Render rebranded, when we were such video, I felt more a lot. I felt more that my personal identity was the business identity and that it was, you couldn't separate it because everywhere I went, I was such video. And I feel like the rebrand actually helped me challenge that notion. And of course it's forever intertwined, but I feel like it's now something that I can hold, that render is something I can hold in my hand and nurture um, that is outside of me. So it's almost like I've taken a step back. And I think it's because I spend so much more time working on the business instead of in the business that it's, I can see it from a different angle. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a, that makes a ton of sense. And it's interesting when you say that because I feel some of that too, even though I feel like my business defines me. So that makes me question my own thinking about how I articulate that. Um, because you definitely see it as its own entity that has its own needs and has its own life. And you, your job is to nurture it and make it successful. And maybe that's the part that I feel like it defines me, that I can make this thing successful. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that I am the business or the business is me, but that I'm able to make it do what it needs to do. Yeah. Let's let's be honest though. Part of it is we just like to win. Oh my you gosh. You are competitive by nature. I, I try to pretend that I'm not, but really I am. But you've out and out admitted it. You like to win and succeeding for a long time in business is is winning, right? Oh. I like winning. I like the chase. I like the hunt. I like to win. Yeah. I and- just so much. <laughs> And that's the cool thing about your business and mine. It's the terrifying thing, right? But it's also the cool thing is you're always chasing and winning and and finding new. And so that's client development, business development, and winning that new one and starting over. So it's interesting because we have these very long careers all in one job placement, although our roles have shifted so much over the course of decades, right, Mm -hmm. as they do. But the cool thing, and I think what allows us to stay here, and I would imagine this is shared by other people who stay at a placement for a very long time, there's always something new happening. There's always a new hill to climb. There's always a new horizon to go catch. And that, I think, is part of what allows you to really dig in and get married and stay there for decades. Yeah. I mean, for example, I've been um, toying with how the the way in which we onboard a new client. We've already won the business, right? And how do we onboard them? And what does that discovery phase look like? And and we're totally testing 
um, a new way to onboard a client and uh, and then do discovery and then define the project rather than our clients telling us what they need and us just writing the proposal around that. And so it's been successful and we we have a new um, a new client in Virginia that um, is so excited to work with us and it's like, oh, I love. I love it. It's a, it's an awesome client and it's just, it's fun to toy with the retooling and then go, ah, it worked, you know? Yeah. That's so interesting. So what I'm hearing you say is just because you've been in it for a long time, doesn't mean you're doing it the same way that you used to. Mm -hmm. And even though you're an expert in producing what you produce for clients, how you go about it can shift and change and new ideas can come in. So you're constantly getting to fix, refine, improve, invent along the way. Yeah. Were you the kind of person who ever tried to like play the video game again to beat your score? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When I was a kid, we had an Apple IIe computer that only ran DOS. And we had on a floppy disk a a game called uh, Olympiad. And it had all 10 like decathlon games. And, you know, we were, we were represented by like X's, like it wasn't even like characters. It's not fancy. No. And me and my brother and my mom, just one of my brothers, we would each play. And there was a, there was like a, a a dot matrix piece of paper on the wall next to it. (laughs) And we would write out our scores because it wouldn't keep track of our scores, but we'd write out our, our scores and, and, (laughs) When then, when any of us got a new high score, we'd run around the house singing the like the Olympic theme <laughs> in the air. So yeah, a little yeah, yeah. So the idea of doing it better every time until you've got it to the point where it just could get no better. Yeah, is that where you're at? Mm-hmm. Nice, I like that. I, I do that right I, now yeah. with my daughter with Untitled Goose Game, but that's a whole different conversation. Is it about is it about staying in a nice long marriage with your career? No. The, no. the untitled goose game is you get to be an obnoxious goose that annoys humans. Ooh. It's really I fun. have those in my backyard. There's tons. <laughs> I think part of it, part of this that's interesting for me is we have gotten to the age where we and our comrades and friends and colleagues have a couple decades of experience under our belts. Mm-hmm. And and um to be incredibly simplistic about it, there are the kind of people who, like Karen and Jen, stay at a placement forever, keep on doing, growing that. There are people who hop around their, and change their career or change the entire of what they're working at, and it seems fresh and new and different. There are people who stay in their space um, but move from employer to employer as things shift. And then there are the people who I don't even think they're they think of it as a career or a life goal. It's just a place to go each day. And at the end of the day, you get a paycheck. And I, I think a lot about different types of people and how they approach their work. And for me, I think knowing that you are in a place where you can make change and you have incredible amounts of power to make something better or grow something or help people or expand what's happening I don't like, are you ever done with that when that's how you want to live your life? No. You know, you're never There's finished. always more. There's always more. And that's the cool part 
that keeps that keeps me at it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I will stay in this job as long as I get all of that. Yeah. I love that notion. That's really well said. And I think most of our most of our colleagues who are in the same space as us who have stayed committed to a career for a long time feel that same way. Now, of course, there's there's very different ways to accomplish that. As entrepreneurs, we are more more tied to the the job we have than somebody who might not be or who might have the type of job where you go in and fix and solve a problem then go somewhere else and fix it and solve a problem. Or you've chosen a career like you're a politician and you move from the legislature to the Senate or from city council to something. Yeah. County um, commission. County commission. So part of it might be the space we've chosen but I, I think there's something about that committed to doing it again and again and getting it right every time, doing it better every time, and not giving up mm-hmm. that to me feels like a thread through this topic. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's something that's unique to small business. Perhaps. Because I don't know, and if you're out there, let me know. But I don't know that that amount of wondering and exploring and trying and retooling can happen at the corporate level because you're so defined as, you know, oh, you're you're a systems level one and you can't, we you know, you don't, that's not in your job description. Do you know what I mean? Right. And, yeah. and I'm sure there's cultures in large organizations that make that possible, but, you know, you can't go over your boss to just say what if to the next boss. That would be horrible. Right. Right. So I think that's something that's special and unique to keeping it fresh. Yeah. It's not just you and I that can affect change. It's anybody in our organizations, I feel. Oh, for sure. Anybody in our organizations and anybody on our client level. Because the cool thing about it, um, sometimes you meet a client and and they bring such brilliant ideas of their own to the table that it's transformative for your business, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, look at the way she interacts with her team. That is so inspiring. I'm now going to implement that here, here, and here. So, so that helps to keep it fresh too and bringing new ideas in. So I think what I'm hearing or deciding is that a long, quote unquote, work marriage can be pretty damned exciting. I love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world. How do you feel about, like, what would your wish be for your for your kids? Do you want them to find this? Do you think they'll find something else? I want them to find the thing that makes them light up and make them feel like they've contributed in a meaningful way. So whatever that is, if they're kind and they're kind to others, then, uh, and, and it's legal. <laughs> I think, I think it, that's my wish. That's a really good wish. My wish is for, like you said, for them to find the thing that makes them light up for, for really any of our listeners, our kids, our coworkers, for them to love what they do and feel like they're accomplishing something every day. And I'm not saying that every function of your day is the most glamorous, earth-shattering thing. That's not it. But when you look back at your days, do you feel like you were you contributed, you felt some joy, you had an aha moment, um, you had some enthusiasm for what's going to happen next? 
and you felt you were valued. It's pretty simple. Yeah, that's that's it's a pretty decent way to make a long marriage. Yeah, it's simple like this r- red ruby mimosa. Right, very Just simple. Couple, couple good ingredients and repeat. That's right. You know when you meet someone who wears so many hats, you stand in awe of their passion and energy? I know women like that. Well, hold on to your hat, because the next time we're talking to Drew Montre, Vice President of Agri-Food Engagement for Feeding America, which is just the start of her impressive food access resume. Join us as we talk everything from farm to table, to systems, to how we increase food security in Michigan and beyond. Join us.